I think everything is fine. Yeah, alive. It's all up. It's all happening. Brett, how are you? I want to die. Yeah, me too. Do that I sound okay? Am I, am I using the correct mic now? Yeah, you, you sound good. Fucked you everything. can hear me, right? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear this? I can. Okay, good. We're good. We're back. We're yeah. so back. We're back. We're so back. We're back. All right, this is Haptic Intel. This is our video gaming podcast. Um, uh, to start off the show again, I'd like to reiterate that Streamlabs sucks. We pay them money, yeah. and they are blow cock. Yeah, and I want to start off the show by saying um, yeah. we are a video game podcast, and we have over 600 people that subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you're not one of them, you should be one, and you should subscribe to us here on yeah. YouTube. More than that so, now. Well, yeah, you said over 38. Yeah, yeah, 38. Steadily increasing. I think this is the year of uh, 1,000. I want it to be the year of 1,000. Well, you know, YouTube algorithm has been doing a great job of boosting our stuff, getting more views than ever uh, yeah. on just random videos, which is fantastic. So, yeah, you know, keep that coming. Keep watching. And, uh, you know, we'll keep making stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, Hell listen, yeah. we we have a despite all the technical issues, we do have a good show for everybody today. Um, yeah. We're going to be talking about, obviously, what we're playing and doing. Um, we have a couple of upcoming video game releases, including one that I know we're both excited about. Uh, and the slick stories today, talking about little Dead Rising news. I know I might be blowing people's mind with that, but some Dead Rising news. Talking about The Last of Us very briefly. Some abysmal stories today, including our title topic, which is MK11 now featuring ads, which is really bad. I don't like ad. it at all. Uh, and when you hear what the ad is, you're going to want to blow your brains out. Um, and then some some news from inside of uh, PlayStation's first party studios. Um, kind of some some sad news, just kind of a little fart in the wind on Twitter that I saw. Um, and then talking about Xbox, Redfall, and Bethesda once again. I uh, have to do it. More is coming out about that. Phil opened his mouth. Uh, mad respect, but also mad disrespect to him and that <laughs> booty. Uh, and then we were talking about, uh, as well, I think that probably the meatiest topic of the day and our, our main topic, not our title topic, but our main topic, talking about some more PlayStation Showcase rumors, which, if you remember, we released a video on that last week, um, which did fairly well, but we have even more now to kind of... Uh, expand on that and some people actually hopped into the comments of that video and uh you know put some stuff in there but we have we have some tangible things i think now from some reliable industry insiders uh that we can talk about it and uh maybe do a little bit more than speculate uh given the source of that information yeah before we hop into a proper today i think also just to, to state we might do things a little differently for some topics um if you've been following our channel for a while you know that we do the main podcast that's the meat and potatoes of what we do and then we release separate little videos here and there um so some topics that we introduce you know we might take a brief pause at the top and do like a little intro thing uh, and then get into the topic so if you hear us like kind of restart things don't get you know thrown off it's just for us to save time later uh, especially for people that are in the audio listening in the audio version, you know, like in the United Arab Emirates and all those places where we're the right, number right. one video game podcast, just kind of be mindful of that. All right. That's right. Yep. All right. That's housekeeping. Unless you have anything. Oh, we have merch. I'm wearing merch. Wearing the yeah. Fisher Tykes hat. Have to can tell shirt. You're repping more merch than I am today. I'm Watch actually it. not repping anything. I'm wearing, wearing our, uh, our slick haptic Intel shirt. Yeah. Unclaimed baggage. Unclaimed baggage. Right. Uh, the only thing I want to plug is uh, we do have a voicemail a voicemail box. If you want to oh, leave shit. us a message and say what up or, you know, ask us a question. The phone number is 904-TRUE-COLT or 904-878-2858. Leave us a call. Leave us a voicemail. We'll listen to it live on our show yeah. next week. 
I, I was gonna say I think we actually do have one in there, but unfortunately it's gonna have to wait until next week. So oh wow, I did not know that, but okay. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, let's let's hop into it, Brett. Playing, doing, and watching and sucking and all of that. I'm playing and doing a lot, but not really. Um right. I'll go first. I'll just yeah, please. run through very quickly. So in terms of the films I've watched in the last week, I watched a film called The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Okay, that's an alliteration, and what the fuck is that? So it's a documentary film produced by Dick House, the company that makes Jackass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is a very exploitative uh, look into a family in West Virginia called the White Family. Mm-hmm. And they are very white and redneck. That's and a shocker. Bad. Yeah. Go check out my review on Letterboxd if you're curious as to what I thought about it. Um, it is very exploitative. You're not learning a lot. You're just watching a family uh, suffer, basically. Oh, gosh. Uh, but it's unfortunately very funny. It's presented like a lot of our uh, favorite media uh, yeah. shows, such as like Nathan Fielder's stuff. Oh, really? Um, That's interesting. Yeah, it's very just ridiculously funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, my review mentions a scene. I'll refer to it as the Taco Bell scene. Without spoiling anything too badly, I, just to give preference, pref, uh, preface, and yeah. what I'm referring to here, the family finds out that uh, well, the one woman she gives birth, yep, and unfortunately she was addicted to many drugs when she gave mm. birth, and therefore the baby good. was also addicted to drugs. Yeah, uh, and you find out they go to pick the baby up after it's been in the hospital for quite a few uh, weeks at this point, and unfortunately she is not allowed to bring the baby home. Oh, wow. and to go celebrate, they go to Taco Bell mm-hmm. and she, the one woman, I think it's the sister or the mom. I don't even know. There's so many of them, dude, but it's, it's two people in the car, the mother of the baby and her family member and her family member has a deep voice and dogs like this. And <laughs> she asks for something on the Taco Bell menu that does not exist. And it's fucking funny. And the guy on the other line is just like, Ma'am, I don't know what you want. So f- finally, she settles on something, and they're like waiting behind another car. And you know how they have like the glass windows; you could see people eating inside. Yeah. So the cameraman is like behind; the, he's in the back seat, and you just see the people inside, and they know the people in the car. They know the white family. Oh yeah. So they're pointing at them like hi, like doing that, and the one woman goes, "She just lost her baby," and the family inside is going. <laughs> and she's like she lost her baby and the, she's sobbing dude oh my and the family's God. just like um it's wow. fucking hilarious uh unfortunately yeah uh so yeah that's what i watched games i've been playing jedi fallen order now survivor yes we both i did it again did we do it again I no did i didn't it. do it this week i did it let me correct that jedi survivor the sequel to fallen order uh you finished it the main story, yes. I am so close I could taste it. Dude, it's awesome. Um, I just I did a scene at a base and an X Wing got away, and that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very close. Yeah, dude. So. Yeah. That part is awesome, by the way. That entire sequence. Don't want to say too much because uh spoilers, yeah. but that game is awesome. The story is very good. The performance is very bad. The game runs like absolute turds. Yeah, it's it's dookie butter. Yeah, that's a problem. And they need no, to get their shit together because the first game did this too. But not as bad. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I'm also That's here to tell you we don't care. We do not. It slaps. <laughs> yeah. Dark Souls and the Star Wars universe, I'm here for it. I'll take it every day. Yeah. I'm uh, really excited to talk to you about it once you beat it. Uh, I'll be interested. Well, you know what? Next week, I'm imagining I will have a beat. So we could talk about it next week. We could do yeah. a spoiler-filled discussion. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and then TV and anime. I'm watching two TV shows right now. I'm watching mm-hmm. a few, but these are the only two I've watched this week. Succession, I'm caught up. I'm, I'm catching up on all the episodes uh, as they come out. And uh, that show slaps. We already talked about that offline. I won't go too much into it, but mm-hmm. Succession on HBO is just a phenomenal show. Yeah. And then I'm watching Barry. Yeah. Final season. season. Good. It's yeah. final season. It, yeah, that and Succession, actually. Yeah. Um, Barry is now somewhere I never thought it would go. Mm-hmm. They did a time skip. Oh. An eight-year time skip. Oh, my God. I love and there's like skips. There's only like four episodes left, and I'm like, wow. Oh, so, they did it in the uh, middle of the season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got to get to that. I will watch it when it's all out because I do love that show. It's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. So not as good as Succession, but it's fun. Well, totally so different too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, what do you got? Um. Well, I also I don't have any movies for you. Also playing Jedi Survivor. We already talked about that. We'll talk about it more next week. Um. I also hopped into Mario Kart a little bit. Uh in you know some some social settings regarding the show that i was in uh i'm here to tell you i forgot that i love mario kart yeah that, that game slaps, mario kart dude. 8 specifically uh and just like i don't know like dark souls or something or whatever maybe not the best comparison but like muscle memory kicks in dude i was fucking just shitting on people you don't know how to drift oh. in mario kart 8 you don't know how to play the game that's Get it amount that's it Yep. I'm finishing like two, three minutes ahead of people. Come on, bro. Yeah. If you don't know that the horn stops the blue shell when you're in yeah, first dude. place, then you yeah. need to get out. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you that game is good and I'm good at it against people that are not. So hey, and the new uh the new courses are really good actually. So yeah. I don't have those. Um oh, well, they are. but yeah. Did see those. We wait. also get a discount for wait, or wait, no, no, it's free actually, isn't it? With yeah, the, and you have stuff. online, so it's free. Yeah, I need to download it. Yeah, they're actually, good. They're really just, fun, actually. I was just reminded of that, yeah, by you. Uh, also playing MLB The Show 23 on Xbox. Nice. It's on Game Pass. Uh, that game fucking sucks. I hate it. Um, it's really bad. It's There's nothing new in it. It's all bad. I don't like it. Uh, it's fucking broken. It's a mess, and I hate it. And I also am playing the shit out of it, so. Nice. That's how I feel about every MLB The Show game, all right? So that's all that's I have fair. to say about that. That is fair. Uh, TV and anime actually shouldn't have put succession here because I haven't watched anything in the last week. I'm still on episode one of season three. That show stresses me out, but I love it. Uh, I'm continuing to watch Ted Lasso. I'm fully caught up with that. That show is awesome and it's very endearing and I love it. And then this last one here for TV, um, something I think you would actually really enjoy as well. Now, I only watched one episode and there's only two out for it right now. But this is a little show called Silo. What is uh, this? This is on Apple TV Plus. And what the premise is, basically, is that uh, there are these people that live in an underground silo. And all they know is that the above world is totally uninhabitable, supposedly. So they're all stuck in this underground society. A tale as old as time. Yeah. And they are, they're not allowed to talk about it. Like a lot of tropes like that. Like if you could, like if I just kept listing things, you'd be like, yes, we've heard yep. all this mm-hmm. before. Yep. 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 But there's something about it that I know because I'm aware of the source material for it 
that is so fucking mind blowing. Like I'm seeing like the discourse online and people are like the first two episodes, blah, 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 blah. And all the reviewers are like, and after that it changes. And I'm like, yeah, it does. There's something so slick about this story. And if the Apple TV show can execute it, I'm telling you, I'm going to throat whoever's fucking green lighting these shows over at Apple. All right. Success or not succession. Uh, uh, Severance. Severance. Yeah. yeah, dude. I'm telling you right now, I have a sneaking suspicion. Silo is about to be one of the biggest sci-fi shows ever in television history. Is is this one that's a miniseries and it's not actually a long? It's only four episodes. Uh, I believe there's ten in the first. There's okay, supposed to be I'm ten right. in the first season. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. If it's a miniseries, that's even better because it means then something happens and then it's over. Which, listen. I'll check back with you once we get a couple more episodes in. Well, no, you have me sold. I'm going to download it tonight and watch it. I'm, I'm telling you, in the first two episodes that are out, and I haven't watched episode two yet, but I, from what I've seen online, I mean, it's If about, you tell me something slick happens, I will believe dude, that something slick happens. If they kept it, and I have no context right. for what the actual TV show is, but I'm, I'm aware of the material that it's based off of. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And if they execute it well... Look out. Also has Rebecca Ferguson as the lead in it, um, you know, from Dune and a million other things. But Turn most Ferguson. recently, Dune. Yeah. She's awesome. The rest of the cast is awesome. There's some excellent people in there. Rashida Jones is in it. I'm a big fan of her. Um, some Game of Thrones guys in there. It's a good show so far. We'll see. But uh, keep an eye on Game it. of Thrones guys in there. Yeah. Always. Keep, uh, keep an eye on it. All right. That's all, all, right. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. All right. Shall all right. We? Well. Let's jump into the show, Josh. Roll the intro. Let's get started. Josh, so let's jump into how we always do by talking about the upcoming video, upcoming video game releases. Uh, Not a lot this week. However, there's a huge one. And I'm sure everyone listening and watching already knows, but I'll I'll just say it anyway. So today we have the video game Darkest Dungeon 2 coming out for PC. Then we have Dokapon Kingdom Connect for the Switch on May 9th, which is tomorrow. Occupy Mars, the game. PC Early Access is launching May 10th, and the big one, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, is launching on the Switch on May 12th, which is this Friday. Uh, you already have that preloaded on your Switch. Mm-hmm. Ready to and go. on your Steam Deck, apparently. Maybe. No, I don't know anything about that. I'm very confused, because you say that, but then you have it on your Switch. I don't understand what's going on. Oh, no, I still I bought it. Oh, so it's a backup. You can talk about it then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bought it. And, uh, you know, I'm 
gonna play a backup I, on your Steam. I, I may or may not have dumped your redumped game. it onto my Switch, and I may or may not replace that dump with the uh so one point one version of the game. What is the purpose behind buying it then? Or playing it on your deck, I guess. Just so you could do it but on both? Well, first of all, the deck screen's bigger, mm. it's better, and I fucking hate the switch. So. Right. Okay. But you, also, bought, you bought this, it. This, I did buy it. The switch is small. It's stinky. I hate it. It hurts my hands. It smells like poop. Nintendo sucks. That's it. You can do whatever you want. You bought the game. So I did buy the game. You know, Nintendo can eat my fucking ass. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. That's all I have to say. Um, but the other thing is that another game comes out for PS5, <laughs> PS4, and PC on May 16th, and that is Humanity. All of Humanity is releasing on the PS5 and the PS4 and the PC. I'll tell you right now, all of Humanity deserves destruction. Well, I, uh, I agree Chris, with you there. Christian in the chat, what's up? He says, bigger screen, better screens, Baba Shans. I agree. Baba Shans. Uh, Christian from Save Before Quitting Podcast, friend of what's the show. Up? Free plug there. Yeah, always. Always. All right, Brett, shall we get into what we're fucking talking about today? Yeah, Shit. let's get into the slick stories. These are stories that are pretty slick, but not slick enough to be our main topic. That's right. So today we're starting with some Dead Rising news. So a potential de- <laughs> some Dead Rising reboot news. Uh, so Capcom may be rebooting its zombie-busting Dead Rising franchise, according to reliable insider Jez Corden. Not friend of the show. I don't like Jez at all, but, you know, occasionally... You don't like Jez? No, I don't like Jez Corden. I don't really know enough about jazz. Yeah. Uh, I don't really actually really care. I'm just, I don't, I just, I he's just know. not your friend. He's just not my friend. Um, not that he knows who I am. Anyway, off the topic, the original dead rising was released back in 2006. Brett with sequels featuring different settings and protagonists. However, the franchise was shelved in 2016 after dead rising four fell short of sales expectations to put it nicely during the abysmal Xbox one era. Now, Capcom has been remaking classic games in recent years, including Resident Evil, as we're well aware of, to great success. And though nothing official has been confirmed, a Dead Rising reboot would fit with the company's current strategy. Now, I add a little thing in here. The updated tech on on PS5 and Xbox Series consoles could allow for even larger armies of zombies in this hypothetical Dead Rising revival, which could ameliorate some of the issues fans had in Dead Rising 4, i.e. the game could barely fucking run and still doesn't on Xbox One. Right. So can we just go through a history of this game series? So yeah, Dead Rising I know 1, you're a big, you're a big Dead Rising fan. You're I don't wrong. Give a, I'm wrong. I thought you yeah. liked Dead Rising. I liked, well, let's talk about it. So Dead Rising one, I played very little. Yeah. What's wrong? Christian said, I hear if you eat pineapple, the jazz may be better. It made me smile. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, here. Okay. Dead Rising one came out Xbox 360. The game was, mid to i but yeah. got a lot of success a lot of people like that yeah. game i didn't like the rushing aspect i never liked timed video games mm-hmm. like uh majora's mask and uh yeah. dead rising where you have yeah. to complete a series of tasks in a certain amount of time i'm not a sure. fan of that. so that was that dead rising 2 was the one where he plays the blonde guy wearing a yellow jacket yeah right yeah which you liked right i did like not even the main game dude there was a dlc they put out before the game came out that mm-hmm. i liked it was standalone that was fun. Um, the actual game itself didn't play. Really? No. Wow. Okay. Dead Rising Three. Was that the one that launched with Xbox Three or Xbox One? No, I thought that was Dead Rising Four. The one where you play as the Hispanic man. Oh no, that did, that was the launch of Xbox One. You're right. Dead was, Rising Four was towards the end. Yes. Four was with Frank again. He came right. back. Right. Frank is back. That's right, baby. Yeah. Right. 
Frank is back so, and he sucked major man. cock. Which so, is all right. You know, that's cool, but he's bad. So really, the first two were the only ones worthwhile because three did not do well. Four apparently was bad. So I don't talk uh, here's what I'm here to tell you. I don't want this. I don't need this. Yeah. Um, Capcom already has a successful zombie franchise going on right now. I don't know if they need to muddy that with uh, another one. You have to remember the Resident Evil franchise was dead for a little bit, and that's when this kind of swooped in, right? Um, so yeah, we're so back with Resident Evil. I don't know if we need Dead Rising. Um, listen, Frank's got a lot of fans. I'm not one of them. Not trying to be a hater, but uh, I could care less about this. Yeah, maybe we I, need uh, a Dead Rising fan on the pod today. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. Well, if you're a Dead Rising fan, hop in the comments and let us know. But uh, we're not. If you're excited for it, that's cool. But we're not. Okay. Tell us what you want. I want to know what you would want out of a Dead Rising reboot. Yeah. What do you want? Is there anything that's even interesting about it? I mean, look at um Dead Island. Yeah. Right? What's it called? Dead Island 2? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's okay. But I feel like that's all a Dead Rising game ever would be. Is okay. Yeah. There were, like, some cool niche things about Dead Rising. Like, the photography aspect of it. Like with Frank, like that was, I guess, them trying to make it unique. But um, I don't know. I just feel like so many games have done it better now. Like, do we really need to do that and do that formula again with the hordes of zombies, with melee weapons in a mall or a a gas station? I just, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I agree. So Sorry. Let's move on. I apologize. Josh, The Last of Us is one of HBO's most streamed shows ever. No surprise. Uh, I mean, total crossover with video game fans, horror fans. Makes sense that this would be a huge, 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 uh, you know, streamed show. So the HBO series, The Last of Us, has become one of the most streamed shows on the platform with over 30 million users on HBO Max. Only the final two seasons of Game of Thrones received more overall viewership than The Last of Us. Interesting. The show is also the most watched in Europe and Latin America. Uh, Last of Us has been renewed for a second season, and there are hints of a possible third season, which is crazy. However, fans may have to wait until the end of 2024 or early 2025 for the second season to air. The first season of the show will be released physically on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD on July 18th with all nine episodes included. Josh. Yeah. What do you think about The Last of Us breaking records? Well, I think this is good, and that's why I originally put it on here as as a story, because to me, it's hopeful for, like, video game shit, and more importantly to me, PlayStation expanding the their IPs, right, outside of video games, right. um, which we are starting to see a lot more, you know, forays into a look at everything that nintendo is doing as well you know it all the kind of cross media stuff kind of seems to be a major push so just in general i think this is positive i think the numbers for the first season of a brand new show regardless that it's established ip that are higher than all the other hbo shows that have come since it except for game of thrones arguably one of the biggest television shows of all time and only the last two seasons of that biggest television show of all time for them. That those are not numbers to uh turn your nose up to. Those are some serious fucking figures. So 
kudos to them and i'm excited for more and we knew it was doing well when it was airing you know the viewership was coming in and it was doing yeah. phenomenal so i mean this isn't a surprise to me but uh i'm happy i'm happy for it it's a great show i had a lot of fun with it the ending fell flat a little bit for me um felt rushed i feel like they kind of rushed the ending a little bit mm-hmm. uh as i've kind of like thought about it more since it aired i've kind of come to that conclusion i wish i spent a little bit more time in the hospital felt rushed mm-hmm. but um Overall, fantastic show. In some ways, better than the game. In some ways, the game was better. But uh, oh yeah, it was. It's fantastic. So yeah. very happy for them. Very happy for these millionaires that are now making even more money, and happy for PlayStation. You know. Yeah. Um. Real quick, before we hop into the kind of title topic, I just want to touch on Kevin's comment. I was here. just about to bring that up. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Well, it's funny because the place I played the uh, Dead Rising was Kevin Hall's house. So. Uh, oh. Kevin, Kevin's in our chat right now. He said, I never got past the mall area, but I spent many hours killing zombies in that mall. It was dumb fun. That's exactly where I played the first game was at Kevin's house. Uh, so shout out to Kev. Uh, Bioshock and Dead Rising or Dead Rising? Dead Rising. Dead Rising? Yeah. Dead Rising. I keep, there's so many names of the games that I don't even know. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Kevin for that. And also I mentioned this earlier, but uh, I don't know if it was recorded or not. Uh, Kevin, shout out to you. I mentioned in the last podcast that I got some new Yu-Gi-Oh cards and they re-released an old set and Kevin went out and tried to find the set and couldn't find it in stores. So he went online and bought a display case like I did and went fucking hog wild and got some cards. So good for Kev. Happy that he got some good pools and uh, thanks for supporting us and watching us and uh, all that good stuff. I want to tell you something about Kevin too, real quick. He's a good guy. What's up? He's a great letterbox follow. Dude. And we got to talk about that a little bit. Maybe yeah. sometime me and Kev, because I feel like he has a society. He's like in a film club or there's, he gets a lot of likes on his reviews. He does. I'm not saying, I'm not saying his reviews are bad. They're great, but I don't understand how he gets so many likes. Like, I feel like he has a film. I feel like he's a part of some kind of a coalition of film heads, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want in is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. He'll have to he'll have to give us the details. He'll have to give us the details. Um, so go so. follow Kevin. I don't even know what his username on there is. Kevin Hall. I have no idea. Hey Hall, go follow Kevin Hall on Letterboxd. Uh, he's the one with good movies in his uh, watch yeah. history. A lot of good movies. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to our title topic, shall we? Yes. 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 This is bad. Yes. So Mortal Kombat 11 is now featuring. Hogwarts legacy ads. You can see this behind us right now for those that are on the the video, uh, watching the video. So Mortal Kombat 11 players are unhappy about ads for Hogwarts legacy appearing in their game. They appear as a banner at the top of the screen and menus again, which you can see behind us. So both Hogwarts legacy and Mortal Kombat 11 are published by Warner brothers, but fans feel that they shouldn't be subjected to ads for other products after paying for Mortal Kombat 11. Now, of course, this controversy is made worse by the issues surrounding Hogwarts Legacy due to creator J.K. Rowling, this leading to some gamers to boycott Mortal Kombat 11 by association. It's unclear how Warner Brothers will respond to the backlash, but it's possible that the ads will remain until the last marketing push for Hogwarts Legacy wears off. Now, according to Galton Cooper at Game Rant, where this story comes from, there are rumors suggesting that a full-fledged Mortal Kombat 12 reveal may also happen later this month. Brett. What's your initial thought about this? And then I want to talk about bigger implications. This is bad. This is really fucking stupid, too. Um, 
if you paid for a game, there should not be ads on said game at all. Yeah. Uh, and I feel this way about even like Xbox Live. I'm so sick of the dashboard having ads all over the place, right? So you don't take a game that's old, that people have paid money for, people have spent even more money on DLC. You don't mm-hmm. take that and start advertising in the game. That's not cool. I'm not a fan of that. Um, but especially when it's a game that's so controversial as Hogwarts Legacy, uh, maybe a little less controversial than I thought uh, based on the, the amount of copies that were sold and yeah. the reviews it got. But um, that is just really fucking bad. And if anything, they should be advertising the next Mortal Kombat in there as a tease, yeah. not Harry Potter. And I understand it's Warner Brothers. They got to show what they got to show, but not cool. Not cool. No. What, what's your thought? This... I, we have talked about that. There's something in my brain that's like, we talked about something like this maybe years ago at this point on the channel where like, I don't even remember the context, but talking about the possibility of ads in, it might've actually been around like uh sports games or something like that, but ads within premium games, right? This is a game that people right. paid $60 for $70 for probably 60 when it came out. Yeah. Um, having ads in the game is completely unacceptable whether it's your content or not if it's not related to that game that you paid for mm, no is my response to that and that's a maybe dangerous isn't the right word but not a good implication um and a really 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 bad look for warner brothers so uh, you know the ad might be small and some people might be thinking well what's the big deal if you pay for something why would you want to get advertised to Right. You know what I mean? It's not free. It's not like that's how they're using it to sustain the game, right? The game's been out. There's no more DLC support for it. It's not a sponsor. They're right. not. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not going to make any other like it's it's it. And what a weird spot. I mean, what is the daily active like user count for Mortal Kombat 11 at this point? The game came out in 2019. I don't I'm know. Sure a lot of people still play it, but I mean, they have a lot of other game injustice. You know what I mean? Like they have other yeah. games. I don't know. I wonder if it's injustice in other games too. I have no idea. Um, but it's a bad look. Maybe not the best choice to advertise that game. Uh, I do know that the PS4 version and Xbox One versions just came out, which actually I wonder how. I'm really curious to see how that game even is able to run on those machines. Yeah, I didn't even um, notice it came out, to be honest with you. But it came out like four days ago or three days ago. It came out the fifth, so yeah. three days ago. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, this is a bad look. Uh, I don't think it's good at all. Um, it's not even the same genre of game. Like, no. it's it's so far removed. It, the only relation is Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to show some of the language on screen, but I suggest people go check out this post on the Mortal Kombat subreddit for from Kenshima15 a couple days ago. Um, which actually that ad would coincide with the release of Hogwarts Legacy, which makes sense. Um, PS4, PS5, but I was just, you know, go take a peek at that uh, that Reddit thread. And uh, you'll what do you see mean the language? What's, like bad language? Oh, yeah, there's some there's some not good language that YouTube probably doesn't want us showing on screen in the thread. So. Okay. Like shit, piss, and fuck, or ass, cunt, and dick. Or I would just, I would just stop. Something else? Yeah, I would just, just stop. Just, just asking. No, I would just stop. Once you're past the two minute mark, you can say whatever you want. YouTube doesn't yeah. care anymore. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, no, they don't. They don't. They got new guidelines. They sent out new guidelines. You can oh, say really? whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, Shit, piss, ass, fuck. All right. Well, 
Anyway, um, the other part of this mouth, Josh, the other part of this, too, that I just want to briefly touch on is uh, the rumors about Mortal Kombat 12 reveal happening potentially later this month, which might be associated with one of the other topics we're going to have later talking about PlayStation. Do you think that those two things coincide? Is there really a, a history or an implication with that, you think, of PlayStation working with NetherRealm to announce uh, potentially MK12? I don't know. I don't remember the, the history of uh, Mortal Kombat and, and who they like kind of favored for their yeah releases for uh, for that. I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I always thought it was more of an Xbox. Me too. Studio. Plus, um, Xbox is going to have a showcase later this month too. I don't know. Well, they are, but it's the uh, Starfield. Oh right. Thing. Maybe it'll. Yeah. Be, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Could be I, either I think... one, but. Right. Could be it either. I'm more inclined to say Xbox, but we've seen a lot of game yeah. companies flip-flop before. So Yeah. Now, I'm not sure. First of all, I'm not super familiar with Dalton Cooper from Game Rant. I also don't know who their source is, so I'm not going to say that this is a done deal. But if those things align, you know, we could see a Mortal Kombat 12 announcement later this month in, in May, which would probably, co- you know, co- coincide them with either Xbox or PlayStation doing showcases, I would assume. Yeah, I've heard that Mortal Kombat 12 is coming this year, later this year. That would make sense. So it would make sense now is the time to start yeah. talking about that. Yeah, MK11 uh, was 2019, so. Yeah, now's the, I mean, now's the time. Yeah. And uh, they've teased a little bit. I think I'm on the Mortal Kombat subreddit, and uh, I'm pretty sure they did release some kind of a teaser with Sand. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know anything about it, but uh, they have started the teasing. Ed Boone on Twitter has started the teasing. So, yeah, this is, uh, it's probably oh, yeah. going to happen. Yeah, Ed Boone's a memer. Yeah, so. big time. Okay. All right. Let's move on uh, to the next topic. A little sad, actually. Yeah. Sony is shutting down the Concrete Genie Studio Pixel Opus. Yes. Uh, if you don't know, Pixel Opus is a California-based game studio owned by Sony, uh, and they've announced its closure after seven years in operation. The studio was known for developing games with vibrant and imaginative worlds, such as Entwined and Concrete Genie. The latter was nominated for several awards, including two BAFTA Game Awards, which is actually pretty huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Entwined got a 67 on Open Critic, and Concrete Genie has a 77 on Open Critic. Um, it says here we had difficulty finding specific sales figures, but the game launched in 2019 and did not chart. It did eke out the 20th spot on the UK charts for one month, according to Push Square. Uh, Pixel Opus is. Pixel Opus's latest project, a PS5 title developed in collaboration with Sony Pictures Animation, is unclear if it's still in development. Sony stated that the decision to close Pixel Opus was part of a review process to ensure the organization's short and long-term strategic objectives were met. Uh, this is sad. This is a, a studio that had some great potential, maybe weren't there yet, but as you can see from their history here, they went from a 67 to a 77 yeah, uh, and Concrete Genie certainly had a lot more people talking about it than Entwined, which right. I also did play Entwined. So. Yeah, so back when PlayStation acquired uh, Pixel Opus, it was interesting, right? Because they were like college students that were like just graduated. They formed the studio. They had right. a little bit of success with Entwined. They didn't have a history with working with PlayStation, so it was kind of an interesting acquisition, but one that was maybe to round out and diversify the types of games that they were making, right? More like a media molecule rather than something else where they can make little kind of cute, creative uh, games. One of the 
first of all, this is really sad because like I said at the top of the show, it was kind of like a fart in the wind. Like I saw this on Twitter from them, them announcing the closure before PlayStation said anything about it, mm. um, which is interesting. One, um, two, the other thing is like their last game came out in 2019. It's Concrete Genie. Been four years. And now they're closing down. And their project was an associated PlayStation and Sony picture animation project. So, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that project, but you would have to think if they're shutting down the studio, then even if those people stay together and form something else, they're going to have to start from scratch with something else. So, unfortunately, I think the writing's on the wall here. I mean, the game did not sell well, Concrete Genie. Right. Um, It did not do very well. It might have been like a a darling, a critical Mm -hmm. darling, like, in terms of like people were nominating it for awards and whatnot, but I don't think the game sold. Actually, Entwined and Concrete Genie, I believe, were offered for free uh, yeah. at PlayStation Plus. So that means that the studio was uh, given money uh, to supplement the sales they would have made uh, in the first couple of months of release or, or whatnot. But um, yeah, I just don't think that it did well enough. And I think Sony maybe tasked them with working on this Sony Pictures Animation uh, movie or game. Uh, and maybe because of what happened with Concrete Genie and what they were seeing from their newest project, it just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. So, and the thing is, like, with Sony Pictures Animation, they're not going to, like, let this... I wouldn't think they're going to let this, this small team come in and make a, a, a movie, you know, right. based on one of their new IPs. If anything, I would imagine they were like, hey, take one of our old IPs, you're going to make a game, uh, or I'm sorry, you're going to make a movie based on it or a game based on it, a new entry. Kind of like Ratchet and Clank. Remember how they yeah. did a, a film yeah, for that yeah. along with the game? Probably something similar to that. And maybe they just did not like what was going on and they shut it down. I don't know. Yeah. Regardless, it's sad. Very small Concrete. studio. Yeah, Concrete Genie looks cool. Yeah, never played it. But anyway, just wanted to bring that up, I suppose. Very, very sad. All right. Well, let's move into our two biggest topics for the day. Now, like we said at the top of the show, for people that are listening to the you know full thing live thing we're going to do a little reset intro so just be prepared for that okay what's up everybody it's josh and brett here sitting down to talk about the continuing developments related to xbox redfall and bethesda so microsoft gaming ceo phil spencer recently acknowledged the disappointing release of redfall and committed to providing the promised 60 fps on xbox consoles he also addressed concerns about xbox's inconsistent quality of exclusive games stating that they are taking steps to improve their quality and execution with matt booty who's in charge of xbox studios being more hands-on with the upcoming uh upcoming titles like starfield microsoft and Zenimax. um now what they need to realize is that these projects are linked and the actions of one reflect on the other so we hope this will be a wake-up call to improve the gaming experience for xbox fans and gamers worldwide that's right we hop into it brett please yeah that's right josh so listen if you're interested in xbox gaming news reactions deep dives and more you're in the right place Uh, Be sure to hit that subscribe button down below, just like 639 others have done already. Uh, You'll stay up to date on all of our content related to the world of gaming. By subscribing, you'll be a part of our community with like-minded individuals who share our passion for gaming. So without further ado, let's hop into the meat and potatoes. Josh, what do you have for me about Phil Spencer and the X-Cast? Yes. So again, Phil Spencer, who is the gaming CEO at Microsoft, um, sat down with Kind of Funny X-Cast to discuss the recent CMA ruling and the disappointing release of Redfall. So the CMA is related to the Activision stuff, which very, 
two very bad things to have yes. as topics yes. when you have Phil Spencer on. Yeah. Hey, Phil, you want to come sit down and talk about these two abysmal fucking <laughs> things that your company is facing? Right. right. Bad. <laughs> so um, just a little context. Um, with Redfall, Spencer stated that the delay in launching it would not have had the impact on its reception that fans were hoping for, but acknowledged that lessons had been learned and that Xbox Studios creative control would continue. So what this was in response to was as far as i think delaying the game again which it already was delaying and right. he's saying that a delay wouldn't have helped the game i okay um i don't really know how much I, I mean i guess if there's like a lack of vision at the core of the game which it seems like there is maybe it wouldn't help but well, maybe he's know. saying like this game needed more than just a short delay to make it good yeah yeah i think and i i think that's probably accurate so uh, he went on and acknowledged that Redfall did not receive the critical response that they were hoping for, obviously, and that they needed to improve their quality and execution. Um, Spencer stood by their decision, their decision to release the game in its current state and stated that they would take full responsibility for launching a game that needed to be great, but was not. Um, the other thing here, and then we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit before we move on to the other point, uh, is that Xbox expected Redfall to review higher than it did and is taking the feedback seriously, and they're committed to providing the promised 60, 60 FPS for Xbox consoles and take responsibility for launching a game that needs to be great. Now, in regards to the 60 FPS thing, if you remember, they promised that, and all of the previews were in 60 FPS and all the trailers and all that. Right, but on they the should. box... If you buy a physical copy of the game, they put a sticker on it that said 60 FPS coming soon or something like that. Right. Uh, but the original marketing materials, including their website, said 60 FPS. I think so, the box says 60 FPS. Yeah. And that's why they had to put the stickers on there. Right. Um, yeah, which is bad. So that's I want to, before we get into what the actual bigger issue, I think this whole thing is, I just want to kind of get your take on some of the things that he said during the X-Cast interview with Kind of Funny. Uh, I mean... In my opinion, kudos to him for taking responsibility, you know, doing all that. But at the same time, um, it doesn't make it any more acceptable. I, I don't know. What's your yeah. reaction here? I like Phil Spencer. We I know both of us do. Yeah, we've always kind of liked him. Um, he's a very human par uh, person. He's one of the only human heads in this space. I feel like we yeah. don't have a lot of those anymore. Uh, Reggie was probably another. Sean yeah, Lee was probably another. Certainly not Jim Ryan. Certainly not Jim Ryan, unfortunately, uh, for PlayStation fans. So I respect that he, you know, came on the show, which at this point, they are a pretty large show. But to go on a podcast to talk mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, your failures, basically, is very big of him. And I do appreciate that from Phil Spencer. Uh, I think he did the best he could, given the situation. He's not going to sit there and shit on his team. He's not going to sit there and shit on yeah. his developers. Uh, he, he did the best with what he could. You know what I mean? And that's fine. However, there needs to be some accountability, and I don't know if there's going to be any for this. As we discussed in our last video about Redfall, it certainly seems as if this game was bad, and Xbox bought it, and they made it better, and unfortunately, it's still very bad. Mm -hmm. And I know it's kind of the fun thing right now to shit on Redfall. You have the donkey video coming out, shitting on it, all the Twitter people are shitting on it, it's the reviews are quite literally dropping every day. Mm -hmm. Literally. It's yeah. going lower and lower. I wonder if it's below 60 on open. Keep going. I'm going to last. Yeah. Last we saw it was at 60 on open critic. So, I mean, I know it's the fun thing to shit on this game right now. Uh, it's very unfortunate. 
I don't want to say I told you so, but I definitely have been saying since the very beginning, I did not think this game looked very good and I did not think it was going to do very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not just saying that to rub it in. I'm trying to, you know, prove a point here that we are always right. <laughs> uh, no, seriously though. Like, like I said, I think Phil did the best he could. What do you, how do you, what do you think about this? Cause I know you're looking at it from a different lens. Um, how do you think he handled it? What do you think about what he said? Oh, I, again, I mean, I appreciate the candidness of it, but the larger issue is how you could let this happen. And I know how they let it happen, which is the next kind of point, which is my bigger issue. But in general, the timing could not be worse. It, and we talked about this last week, but it puts you, it puts so much pressure on Starfield and all of your other studios to deliver. And like, right. As far as Bethesda stuff goes, it is now the third game in the last three that they've released, I suppose, besides, um, oh no, that was, that was Obsidian, so never mind. Yeah, third one in the line of the last couple of games. So Redfall, 76, and uh, Youngblood, all coming out of Bethesda that are uh, garbage. Uh, I don't really know how else to put it. No. Let me ask you, because I don't want people to call us hypocrites here. How do you feel then about, you know, we constantly say Xbox ain't got games. They need to release games. They need to release games. Like maybe Phil felt pressured that they needed to release something. Mm -hmm. And that's why he let this little turd out uh, to hold people over his Game Pass fodder. That is definitely part of it. And the Game Pass point is interesting. And we'll definitely come back to that. But the other thing is, too, is that, you know, thinking back to what Phil has said before, he is kind of him and Matt Booty are kind of in a position where they have to put their money where their mouth is, where they were like, yeah, once a quarter, there's a big first party release. So this, this was this quarter's big first party release. Right. Um, now that's not saying that Matt Booty and Phil haven't been doing a good job. I mean, there's a, was a slate of other games that were great. Hi-Fi Rush, uh, Pentiment, uh, Grounded, you know, ended up getting really positive reviews. People really like that. Those games but, all got nearly nowhere as much publicity, by the way. And that's and that's the point is that even though those games are great, they're not Redfall, right? Redfall needed to be a hit for you, and it's not. Um, and that's unfortunate, and that sucks. And as much as I love <laughs> Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment, um, those are indie those, games. Those are not. Josh is gone. You're gone. There you go. Okay. There we go. All right. Well, uh, those are not games that will move um, the needle like Redfall will, like a Starfield would. You know, they're just not. Um, and that's not to say that they're not great, but I don't know. It's just not. It's just not congruent. So. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just wanted to speak for the, you know, people that would call us hypocrites, uh, you know, yeah. on that point, but it's just not congruent. It's unfortunate. It truly, truly is. It's, it's not good. No. Um, but there's more to this and this next point, And I apologize in advance. I'm going to get really heated with this next point because this is absolutely unacceptable to me. And we want to talk about why Redfall came out in the state that it did. Here it is. Brett, even though they have been together, you know, Xbox bought Bethesda while Zenimax Media 
uh, years ago, five years ago, right? I think it, I should have put that down, but I'm pretty sure it's five years ago at this point. They're still not integrated. What does that mean for the people that don't know? Basically, it means they're still operating completely independently. Right. So I'm going to actually skip this first bullet point. I'll come back. But Redfall's release state reveals that there's a lack of oversight and intra-property support within ZeniMax. Microsoft and ZeniMax need to realize that they are now linked and that the action of one reflects the other. So Phil Spencer stated that Matt Booty, who was in charge of Xbox Game Studios, was not directly in charge of overseeing Redfall. Matt Booty, the head of Xbox Studios, was not directly in charge of overseeing the release of Redfall, a game release that is coming from Xbox Studios. Call it Bethesda, it's Xbox now. Right. Okay? Don't worry, guys. He'll be more hands-on. He's more hands-on with Starfield. Is he? Fuck off. Be gone. Bye. Five years. And your fucking CEO of gaming is coming out and saying you're not fully integrated? Go fuck yourself. And they're trying to buy even more. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. But you want to go buy Activision and you're saying, oh, I'm Phil Spencer and they're going to directly report to me? Eat my ass, bro. Five years. Brett, here's why I'm so pissed because I speak from a place of knowledge on this. I worked in a corporate sphere. I worked in Xbox. No, I didn't work in Xbox. Totally different field. I wasn't at the top, but I worked for a company that was in the middle of a merger. Right. And as abysmal as it was, and you know exactly what it is, but I'm not going to name companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as right. abysmal as it was, here's where I'll give them credit for. Right. Merger happened. Company was bought. We're one company now. This is how we're doing things. They pushed a lot of integration things so that people knew who they were reporting to directly. Why not going in deep and doing like micromanagement within teams. So they said, here's how the reporting structure works now. So everybody's on the same page, but you're still going to keep doing what we're doing, but also we're in charge of you now. We want to see what you're doing. Growing pains. It happens in an artistic sphere. It's a little bit different and you don't want Xbox to come and be like, you got to do this, 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 and this. But then you also have the reverse of that with Redfall, where you'd be like, okay, we got you. Um, Also, you're still operating independently and we don't care. And it has to release by the state. Bye. You got to rip the Band-Aid yeah. off, and it's got to stop somewhere. So, in my opinion, Phil Spencer coming out and saying it's not Matt Booty's fault, go fuck yourself. Right. Whose fault is it then? He's in charge of Xbox Game Studios. Bethesda is part of that now. So you're saying the release Fix of it. Redfall, and I, I see your notes here, Xbox's inconsistent quality of exclusive games may actually harm the growth of Game Pass rather than grow it by giving more selection. That's what you're saying. Well, partially, but I'm also just saying it's bullshit that you're saying that you're not integrated five years later. Like what? How did Redfall release without you? Like what were you doing? Just trusting what they were saying about it? Right. And it's certainly uh, pretty scary for Starfield, a game that's been in production for a very long time. And you wonder, well, you know, what's going on there then? Right. And it's almost like you're tripping over yourself by saying, oh, but don't worry. Matt Booty is more hands-on with Starfield. Yeah. 
And Matt Booty has overseen some really great game releases other than the last couple ones. You know, everything before Minecraft Legends has been pretty good. But rest in peace to that one. You're not integrated five years later? That's baffling to me. And then Phil Spencer also said, oh, the release of more high-quality games isn't going to help Game Pass. Bro, what? Shitty games will. What? What? What does it mean to be an Xbox gamer right now, Brett? What, am I supposed to be a fan of Game Pass? I'm supposed to be a fan of a subscription service? I'm going to fucking hang a Game Pass flag? Third-party games that you can play on other consoles, dude, but you get to play them for free sometimes. Dude, this just... Xbox smells like shit, and I don't like it. I'm very sorry. Do you have any input on this? I mean, is this ridiculous no, to you as it much is. as it is to me, or am I just it, overreacting? Well, you are you are playing it up a little bit, but uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I do. I think that uh, that's a great point, and it's, I'm glad you're kind of sticking it to Phil because someone needs to check them every once in a while, and uh, I'm glad that it's you, someone that actually cares, someone that actually you know likes him and likes Xbox and wants it to succeed. Uh, and I know you had uh, you have your thoughts about Game Pass. I do. I think it's so. a great for me as a consumer. But you uh, look at the long term for them and you're like, right. Yeah. And it's it's almost like and to just add, we don't have to dwell on this too long, but like I've been with Xbox since the beginning. Original Xbox. I remember opening yeah. that shit on fucking Christmas as a kid. Xbox 360. We were there. They won. Xbox one. I was there. Now, I didn't stay there, but. <laughs> Because that that was the fucking worst era in Xbox's I wasn't there. history. I waited I, a little I, to be there. I, I was there, but I was not there. Right. And I have a Series X. And me Game too. Pass is great for me. I've played a lot of Game Pass games. Uh, but to me, I'm like, what? What am I? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? If you could say one thing to Phil Spencer right now, what would you say? Get your head out of your fucking ass. That's it. Get your head out of your ass. Thanks. All right. You ready to move on? Yeah, I am. All right. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Josh and Brett here, sitting down to talk about more PlayStation Showcase rumors, this time directly related to Konami's IP, including Metal Gear, Silent Hill, and Castlevania. As we have discussed before on this channel, a PlayStation Showcase is likely happening towards the end of this month, May of 2023, if you don't know, uh, featuring a wide range of titles. Now we have more information on other IP we should expect to see on stage from reliable industry sources, including Shinobi, Andy Robinson, and Jez Corden. That's right, Brett. So listen, if you're interested in PlayStation gaming news, reactions, deep dives, and more, I'm here to tell you you're in the right place. Be sure to hit that subscribe button like more than 600 and something people have done. A lot of people. A lot of great, great subscribers. A lot of great people. Uh, a lot of great, great people. Uh, keep up to date on all of our content related to the world of gaming. And by subscribing, listen, you're going to be part of a great community of like-minded individuals who share your passion for gaming. So, Brett, without further ado, let's hop in to the meat and potatoes of this topic. Let's do it. So, as we said, PlayStation Showcase rumors and predictions round two this time. We did it last week. We're going to do it again now. This time with a lot more juicy detail. 
Uh, I'm also going to subtitle this one as Make Konami Great Again because... Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. It's time. Yeah. It was... Go ahead. It's time. it's time to make them great. Yeah, very apt that I almost did a little little Trump impression at the beginning. Not that I was trying to, it just, you right. know, it came yeah, out you that did. way. you did. You did actually almost It just came that. out that way. Good people so on it... both sides, you know? <laughs> so bad. Terrible. Um, Joe Biden. So listen... <laughs> The PlayStation Showcase, uh, it's happening, folks. Shinobi, yeah. a great Twitter follow, and I think he's on Reset Era as well. Yeah, uh, He chimed in great on the guy. potential PlayStation Showcase, and he said, quote, To be clear, I don't know what Sony's exact plans are when it comes to a showcase or state of plays and all that, but I know a good amount of teams are at a point where things are certainly ready to be shown. That is exciting. Yeah. So that's just like he knows that a lot of studios are ready to go right now. They're ready yeah. to show some new stuff. And is he talking, you think, specifically about first parties here? I don't know. Or more? Because PlayStation's definitely got to have first parties that are ready to go. But I'm assuming, too, that, I mean, they've just been so quiet for so long. There's a lot I, of think third like, I think, like, Spider-Man yeah. is probably talking about, like, games that are ready to be shown and, like, it's time. You know? Yes. No, it is time. It is. Uh, but that's not even important because all he's saying is he doesn't know if there's going to be an event or a reveal or anything like that. He's just saying that there's a lot of games that are about to about to get shown off, right? Yeah, about to get but I got good off. news for you. Get sucked off, yeah. Andy Robinson from VGC, who's an insider, said mm -hmm. he's heard a Sony showcase is happening in the May, early June window with Konami stuff included, which mm. is very interesting. Konami has basically done nothing for video games. Uh, the last thing <laughs> they did was Silent Hill, uh well well well, well. before that it was nothing well hang on they had the the shredders they had the tmnt collection you know castlevania they've been doing some stuff recently yeah no 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 castlevania game they did the anime no the the collection didn't they do a collection that doesn't count well, it absolutely counts they're if you're talking about the new shredder game for dude, TMNT, getting, then yeah they're, they're getting ready to go with stuff here all right they're getting ready to go um but Andy Robinson said, I also heard that Sony Showcase is happening. It's pretty much what I just said. Yeah. Sony Showcase is happening in the usual late May, early June window with Konami stuff included. But he's not expecting Nintendo to do anything for this E3 season. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where things get spicy, bro. Mm -hmm. Jez Corden, friend of the show, maybe not friend to you, but friend of the show, said he has heard that San Sony has That's landed a deal. Sony has landed a deal with Konami for Metal Gear, Silent Hill, and potentially Castlevania with exclusivity. This is the biggest part of the story. That is huge. Massive. I mean, massive, that's insane, massive. So rumors right now are a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, which we'll talk about in just a minute. Right. Uh, and then we know that there's new Silent Hill games coming out. Right. We know that there's a demo that has been unreleased for Silent Hill. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget what, what the demo was called. There's a demo. Ooh, I forget too. We have a video it, up on it. Yeah, and it's on the PlayStation Store, but it's not released yet. Right. So could this be what they announce? They announced that there's a demo for yeah. the new Silent Hill game? Because remember, they're doing Silent Hill 2 Remake, and they're also doing Silent Hill uh, S- I believe, which is Sakura. Yeah, right. Project so Sakura. Yeah. yeah, there's all these new, all these new Silent Hill games coming out. There's even more than that. 
Yeah. Uh, but I think that that's possibly what we see is that demo getting stealth dropped. Um, so that's great. He, his official, Jess Corden's official, official quote says, I'm not sure on that, referring to what Bluepoint is currently working on, but I just heard Sony landed a deal with Konami for Silent Hill, Metal Gear, and maybe even a new Castlevania. Mm. So that's great. But then, our boy, oh, Nick Baker, shit. of the Xbox Era podcast, this is a, a drop from episode 159, Nick, special Nick said Metal Gear Shep Solid 3. Nick. No, it's special. I thought it was Shep Shep Shep. Shep. It's oh, special Nick. You pronounce it special? Yeah. Dude, I feel like an idiot. All right, keep going. Special Nick said, quote, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake will be announced at the PlayStation Showcase and is a PlayStation launch exclusive. <sighs> Listen, dude. To quote Jimmy Carter or whatever his name is from... Uh... Uh, I think you should leave the guy that can't hit wild. Absolutely this is wild. Huge. So it's funny because we did a whole predictions video last week about what we thought was going to mm -hmm. be at a potential PlayStation showcase. And we didn't mention any Konami stuff. Right. And that's not it wasn't on purpose. We didn't purposely leave it out. But at the same time, nothing was concrete. Right. We've we've talked for hours about metal gear solid remakes yeah but you know not not like we've talked about them separately and there's been rumors about that but there was no really connection to playstation 4 right you know and but now, now we're is. hearing there's a fucking exclusive yeah. castlevania game and also a launch exclusive metal gear solid 3 dude, remake dude i'm here to tell you if this playstation showcase is stacking up to be what we talked about last week with all the first party shit right and you add all this Konami shit on top of it, they can be quiet for two years at a time. And if you give me that big, massive E3-like hype show, I will fucking suck Jim Ryan off. Okay? I mean, And Erwin Holst and everybody. Choose, you, choose first in line, okay? If you can secure even just launch exclusive, I mean, if, you, if we're talking a Castlevania exclusive. Yeah, dude. Xbox is washed, dude. How could you not? You're over there trying to buy Activision and, and Blizzard. Meanwhile, we're over here reviving franchises that haven't been touched in years. Yeah. On PlayStation. So yeah. get with the program. If Castlevania, if the new Castlevania plays anything like uh, Dark Souls or Demon Souls, it's over. Your boy's done. If Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is a thing, I'm done. I've played one and two. I'm ready. Three yeah. is the one I'm on. I'm ready for it. Yeah. I need you to understand that. And if we get a Silent Hill demo drop or anything Silent Hill besides Silent Hill 2, I'm done. And they could just say one of these things at the show, at the showcase, which is apparently happening May 25th or that week. Right. They could say one of these Konami things. I don't care. It's all true. <laughs> say one. They could just show Metal Gear Solid 3's logo on the screen, and I'm saying, Castlevania, it's happening. Yeah. I don't care. Because I doubt they're going to do all three. There's no, yeah. there's nothing indicating that all three of these things are going to happen right. at once. Simultaneously, right. But you if would think, one, it's over. You would think that the Silent Hill and Metal Gear stuff might be the furthest along. Right. But also, who knows how long this might have been in works behind the scenes. And dude, the other thing, too, that it brings me back to, just real quick is the 
the tingling in the back of my mind about PlayStation brokering a deal with Konami and, and Kojima. Hideo Kojima and just them just massaging that relationship behind the scenes and just being like, listen, Kojima, yeah. they fucking suck. We know we hate them, but just let them let them pull your pants down and get other knees and just suck you off just a little bit, dude. Just a little bit. Let's massage this and let's fix it. And let's bring Silent Hills back, Kojima. Think about think about how good it'll be. Think about all the money we can make. I, just just I let them just suck that. you off a little bit, dude. Just let them suck you off just even, a little bit. I did not even If that, that happens, I'm done. Dude, that I mean, there's been talks about that. I mean, there's legitimately there have been talks that Sony will be the one to broker the deal between Konami and Kojima. If that happens, um, I'm whipping it out just like I did at E3 that one year, all right? When he came out on stage. Bing bong, I'm done. Dude, I don't even know what to say right now. You just blew my mind. Um, Yeah, I mean, listen, we've heard about Metal Gear remake, whether it's the first game or the third game. I mean, that has been rumored for a very long time. We always thought it was Blue Point behind it. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe, maybe Blue Point, a Sony, a Sony um, developer, maybe mm -hmm. they are working on one and then, you know, Someone else, Konami, is working on three? I don't know. Um, Jez Corden said, was it Jez? Who was it? Someone said, oh, no, it was, uh, yeah, Jez. He said, I'm not sure what Bluepoint is working on, but I heard they landed a right. deal with Konami for Silent Hill, Metal Gear, and maybe even Castlevania. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing, though. What if Silent Hills is dead? It could be. And that's, and that's okay. Yeah. But what if Kojima is back, dude? And what if... It's Metal Gear Solid 6. What if it's Metal Gear? But also, I'm here to tell you right now, what if it's Castlevania, dude? What if he's behind the new Castlevania and they're giving it to him? That would be an interesting turn of events. Well, you heard it here. Just remember, you heard it here first. Listen, um, this, all the bases. this PlayStation showcase is happening. Okay, I want everybody to strap in for it. And listen, listen, dude, this... Dude, I know it won't be E3, but this has the makings. If all of these rumors are true and everything comes to a head and you factor in the fact that PlayStation has been so quiet for so long, we don't know really anything past Spider-Man. We don't even know about Spider-Man. We, we don't have e not even. Well, I'm just saying we know it exists. Right. You know that and Wolverine exists, but we don't know, or at least we don't know anything else other than it exists. That makes me excited and if this show is even a fraction of as it's good as it could potentially be forget it it's over one of the things we did not talk about last week is the sony q light the playstation q oh, yeah. light handheld console yeah i'm also um, i want that listen that sounds abysmal and mm -hmm. bad and probably not going to work and xbox is doing the same thing but with the, anyone's cell phone i don't know why you would buy a proprietary device PlayStation for that. has that too already too with the backbone. I know. Why are they? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it exists. Why are they making a device just for that? But th here's what I'm trying to say, though. They could unveil that, and it could be the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And I would still <laughs> go, that was a great show with all of this. Right? Yeah. So if you're going to announce that thing, do it at this yeah. show with all this, because Dude, I won't if, even care. What if it's like a two-hour show, right? And they de dedicate 30 minutes to VR, 30 minutes to, you know external partners 30 minutes to or an hour to first party shit dude dude 
E3 died so that we can get good shit like this, right? Yeah. I mean, this has this has the this smells to me like a massive E3 style conference. It has well, that stink to it. It won't though, because you'd have to advertise that and get people in seats and stuff. This is probably going to be a presentation of just well, trailers yeah. and stuff. But I'm just saying, I know, the, I know the, you lev- mean, yeah. the level of announcements. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. hype that will be. Around. I wish they had an actual show with crowd and and you oh know, yeah, because that so much better when you have yeah. a crowd cheering and shit. I agree. Um, but uh, I think those days are over. And listen, what I can tell you is that if this gets announced and it's happening, and we can, which I'm assuming they would probably do it smartly, schedule it, we'll probably stream it. I will fucking skeet so hard. Yeah, me too, dude. And I don't want to get too excited because I feel like we do this, and then the show is like. Concrete genie, and we're like, yeah, well, not now. It says pickle, pickle opus is closed. So pickle opus, pickle opus. All right, listen, All right, it is yeah. eight o'clock. I'm hot. I'm ready to go. You got anything else to say? No, we're done on that. That's it. Done. All right, listen. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This was half the cast episode one hundred and four. Listen, make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe, stay tuned. For all of that, we got merch. That's in the description. We got a phone number. You can call that 904-878-2858. Leave us a message. Get on the show. Share us your share your thoughts. Do all that. Uh, Anything else to add, Brett? No, Josh. That's all I got for you. All right. Thank you for a great show. Thank you for watching. Yes. We love everybody. Goodbye.